0: Welcome to Ex Libris On Air, and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with author Dave Jacoby, who has written a book that I find fascinating. It's titled Shep the Sheep, subtitled The Lost Sheep. And joining me is Dave. Welcome to the program, sir. Hello, Jay. This is an interesting book uh, on several levels. Uh, I think, first of all, it's not a long read, but what I found fascinating was the artwork and how you've incorporated that into the story. Tell a little of the background. I understand this uh, story actually goes back to about 1980. And yet... Yeah,
1: um, I was a fairly new Christian at the time, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, we had played guitar together in church, and uh, he uh, had some issues with drugs and different things, and he um, uh, left the church at the time. And God just inspired me to to write this. At the time, there was no other, you know, there wasn't any other characters of sheep, you know, that wasn't something that was on the radar. Right. And God just uh, impressed me to write this book about a sheep that left the sheepfold. And Mm -hmm. and like I say, it was 1981 uh, when I originally drew it. I redrew it in 85, but but uh I published until just this uh, past year then. that's
0: f- fascinating so what you're telling me something I was not totally aware of uh, you did the artwork is that how this book is? is graphics the way it is
1: uh yeah so yeah I did both the writing and the gra- and artwork and everything and...
0: yeah what I what I love about it 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 is different in this uh, respect it's uh, it's certainly a book that would appeal to just about any age I think but from my perspective being a visual guy uh, it 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 looks like if I can use the word, an an old comic book in some regard, it has that same uh, colorful interpretation of the characters and and the dialogue is a you know in little bubbles above the above the uh, the character. Was this something that you've always done? Have you always been a, an artist from this perspective?
1: Well, yeah, I I mean I've always uh, loved you know cartoons and comics. I would always read the the comics and the. Newspaper, you know, when they had them, I don't know if they even have them anymore. Yeah. But, um, I had met a friend in, uh, second grade, and I, I was already drawing, but, um, I had a friend in second grade who, uh, uh, helped me, uh, and he was really good. I think he went on to be a graphic artist and everything, but, um, but he helped me to, to do that. So I, since like second grade, I, you know, off and on I've been drawing cartoons, and so, uh, Uh, yeah, there's just the whole something that's been a part of me for a long time.
0: The story is uh, reflective of a story in the New Testament if I can outline it that way and many people are aware of it or have heard of it is there a way that you've approached this that will take it out of the uh, typical conclusion and and maybe the the way that it is outlined in the New Testament? It talks about a sheep leaving the leaving the sheepfold and the, and the shepherd going to search for it. I know it follows probably that same basic theme, but is there something that's unique about the way you've approached that?
1: Well, for one thing, it's I mean it does have the basic story of a sheep that's left the sheepfold and. The good shepherd, of course, um, uh, bringing the sheep back in the end. But but it's a lot more than that. It get it has a lot more humor. You know, like there, in sheepfold, there's a stand that says Sam's Sheep Dip. You know, and that's that sort uh-huh. of thing. It's just kind of you have these little innuendos throughout the you know throughout these little uh, details and. Also I think it's interesting it brings in other characters as well. You have another sheep uh named Harvey who's had already left the sheepfold and is now in the village where um uh Shep leaves and he goes to this village of uh uh Carnal Vestage and uh and you see uh the story that uh, uh he's actually and it gets involved uh, along with other characters, which makes it more interesting.
0: Yeah, one of your characters reminds me somewhat, and uh, I'm dating myself. Of course, I don't date anybody else. Uh, yeah, my wife won't let me. But, uh, yes, uh, you have a character that sort of looks like a snidely whiplash kind of uh, character <laughs> yeah. that, in, yeah. that is uh, in the uh, background that's uh, maybe leading Shep astray. Is that uh, the the intent there?
1: Yeah, when he uh, when he reaches, and uh, I have also made some notes on. Uh, someone had asked me the uh, which I'll, I'll get into a little bit later. But he, uh, someone uh, bought the book and was questioning me about uh, the name Carnal Vestige, which is the name of the village that really represents like the world system. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but yeah, the uh, and the character that you're speaking of is. Uh, named Al Mundi, which in Latin actually means the world. So wow. um, so you have this character that you know represents the he's the mayor of Carnal Vestige.
0: And Mr. Bob is also thrown in here.
1: Yes. He uh, uh he uh Shep starts hitchhiking and um uh, gets a ride with uh Mr. Bob which is actually Belzebub and uh, represents the devil uh who uh, gives him a ride to Carnal Vestige and uh, and then you have like uh, he says, leave the driving to us, which goes back to a Greyhound <laughs> bus commercial. Unit. Right.
0: This is beautifully done, and you say it was written, uh, you know, many years ago. As far as the original, did you originally have the the characters drawn and uh, created as they are now in the book, or have you updated all that?
1: Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't really seen the the very the very time the first time I actually did it. I did it on colored paper and painted it, and and it wasn't... Uh, and at the time, like, I only had black-and-white copying machines. You know. Yes. So uh, it didn't turn out that well. But I had actually drew it in, in sections and sent it to a missionary friend in Alaska. So it was part of a kind of a ministry thing that I just sent it in uh, sections. But pretty much, it's basically, yeah, the same uh, from the start, yeah.
0: How, how long did it take on the update to get this completed and ready for publication?
1: Oh, for... Uh, well, I had... Um, it took it from the time that I, I submitted it to uh, Ex Libris. Uh, that was in uh, like February of 22. So, it, And I had them uh, make changes. So it, it took a long time before I... It was about a year bef- to actually get it uh, Published through them.
0: Uh, have have you have you always uh, kept track? I'm, I, I in in reflection. This is a story that began in maybe 1980, 1981, based on true events. Uh, are you the type of author or writer that uh, keeps notes? Uh, maybe keeps a diary or a uh, a book of uh, activity in your life that you may at some point use in a creative way to share a story, or, or is this a one-off book
1: for you? Well, I actually, I don't know if I'll be able to get it published uh, due to um, my financial situation, but I, I actually do have a, a, a sequel because the book ends with you. There's a whole other situation with three sheep that... A, there's a wolf dressed in sheep's clothing, and this is a whole other part of the story that takes them uh, for a ride, and they won a trivial pursuit trip, and um, so it ends with them leaving at the very end. And uh, kind of, So I do have a sequel to it, but uh, we'll have to see how that goes as far as getting that actually out there and published. But.
0: Well, let's, let's hope this, this one does very well for you. I love the main character... Graphic, Shep the Sheep, is that your interpretation of Shep, or did you also get a little bit of assistance on that?
1: Oh no, no that's uh, you mean the cover? Yeah, shadow, the, the
0: the cover. Yeah, the cover.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's actually taken from um, a frame that's in the book. So. Yeah. Oh,
0: fantastic! Well, I love um, I love the look of the character. Uh, certainly, one I could uh, probably relate to in reading your storyline, for sure, describe this in a way that a non-churchy guy or churchy person would maybe want to gravitate to it. What would be the way you'd introduce that to them so that they would find it not a religious interpretation of a story that they go, oh yeah, another one of those, but also would relate to it as, this is an interesting idea, I think I'll look at it and maybe even purchase a copy of it.
1: Yeah, you know, Shep is, um uh, uh, I think we can relate to, uh, uh, well, for me personally, I look like Shep because I'm short and wear glasses, but <laughs> I think we all have our weaknesses and we can re, if we can relate ourselves to being vulnerable in the world and, uh, also just, you know, just having, uh, we can see the, uh, just the adventure and, and the humor that's, that's in, that's in the book. For, for kids just to follow along, even if they don't understand it at all. You know, it's, it's sort of, an, it, there's adventure because you have a, a good versus evil sort of thing. But, right. But just to, you know, it's also just to have, you know, there's, there's fun things in it as well.
0: And it's dialogue-driven, which is also an important part. Uh, it's not just straight to the point, this is the story. See ya. It's 54 pages, so it is a, and with extensive dialogue, it makes it a, a an interesting read. And um, it's not quite an allegory, but it, it does fall in the category of, of a fanciful interpretation of uh, maybe a story that to some is familiar. This is uh, done in a wonderful way. I, I've not seen a book that is directed specifically at a younger audience that uh, follows this format. So I think you've got something that uh, certainly has some some possibilities what's your long term wish for this uh, besides the fact that you've got a follow up book you'd like to uh, get enough out there in public that people will respond to it and you get an opportunity to share another
1: story uh, yeah, I mean I just would hope that people would take the uh, take the message from it you know that there is a a, a good shepherd who loves us and uh, uh, who cares about us? And that the uh, uh, the things of this world are passing away. It, I had, I had mentioned the carnal vestige, and I had because uh, somebody had asked me what it meant. And the um, carnal, of course, is uh, the West, West. Webster says says of the flesh, temporal and worldly. And in First John two sixteen, it says, for everything in the world. Uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Hmm. And then vestige uh, is a trace mark, or visible sign left by something. There's something that's vanished or vanishing. Uh, in First John two seventeen, it says, And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So just see how... The things of this world are passing away, and we can see with the corruption and everything in the world today that we only truly have hope in uh, turning to to our Good Shepherd, Jesus.
0: Fabulous. The the story is uh, well done and uh, beautifully printed. It's an interesting approach to a story that many of us have heard in the past and uh, maybe think we know a lot about, but this gives a, a different approach to it that... Eh, some theologian may look at it and say, "Well, that doesn't—it's not saying that in the New Testament." But that's not the point. The point is the story is correct. Uh, you do you have a a Facebook page or a website where people can uh, view and maybe get acquainted with you a little bit better?
1: Uh, yeah, I do uh, have. Uh, I'm on Facebook. You can just—I uh, believe it's just uh, Dave Jacoby have a website that's uh, www.shepthesheep.com, uh, where if, if you're interested in uh, in the book, you can get it through Ex Exlib- Libris that way.
0: Yes, and also Amazon, I'm sure, and they can, yes. yes. also
1: Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
0: Fantastic. They can also request it from their local bookseller under the title of the book, Shep the Sheep, The Lost Sheep, and the mm-hmm. author's name, Dave Jacoby, J.A., C-O-B-Y. Dave, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I, I think this is a fascinating approach and certainly one I'd like to see um, successful and grow beyond your imagination, perhaps. You claim you're retired, but you have a very youthful outlook on life, so hopefully this will be a long-term career for you. Thank you, sir.
1: Oh, thank you again, Jay.
0: My pleasure for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker.